Welcome back to the latest episode of Con Job. This week, I'm going to be doing it just myself because uh, Lex is having some major issues with uh, connections in the new app. So uh, we're going to get that figured out. But I am going to be joined by Mike Campbell, who is the promoter for the Captain's Comic Expo that's happening in Charleston, South Carolina, February 26th. And uh, he's been on the show before. Uh, we've we've been to his show a couple of times. Uh, Alexa was there as well. But uh, it's uh, it's it's a fun little show. But he's going to be on to talk about, give us all the lowdown, all the information for the upcoming show. And I uh, hope you guys enjoy. Without further ado, Mike, welcome back to the show. Why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about your show and uh, who you are again? I'm good to be back. Always enjoy chatting with you. Um, So I am Mike Campbell. I am the owner of Captain's Comics and Toys in Charleston, South Carolina. Um, We've been the big comic book store in the area for about 30 years now, and I will hit 15 years as the owner and manager in April. Um, We are coming up on our 14th annual captain's comic expo which is the comic book convention that we host every year in the charleston area Um, that'll be coming up on february 26 and 27 and we are excited to have you and megan join us once again yes yes this will be our fourth year we're looking forward to it Uh, it's been it's been an interesting four years Uh, (laughs) it's been it's been a fun ride but it's to say the least yes it's been an interesting four years well it's going to be exciting because i think I mean, dare I say, should I knock on wood? It seems like we're through it. I mean, what are what are your thoughts? I mean, I know far more people who have had COVID in the past two months than have not had COVID in the past two months. So I would optimistically say we've kind of hit the peak. We're on the downward slope. Um, we've got as many tools to fight the the bad cases as we're going to get. So hopefully... You know, people who are able and up for it and, you know, feeling better and ready to get out of the house and, and live some life will come out and have some fun with us at the expo. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking the same thing. I mean, I've, I'm the same as you. I've known more people who have gotten this latest version of it than got any of the other, however many there were before this. But it seems to be relatively mild. Nobody I know has gotten, you know, anything severe, thank God. But, uh. It's been pretty mild and it seems like it seems to be on the downswing. I don't, I mean, again, I'm knocking on wood. I don't want to jinx it. I'm no black cats or anything. This is not medical advice. This yeah. is just spitballing between two very <laughs> clearly undefined experts. So. Yeah, exactly. We're not, uh, it's not the Joe Rogan show. We don't have to uh, put any kind of disclaimers up. No, no. <laughs> um, yeah. So, all right. So back to the show. So again, this is our fourth year coming. Um, it's a, it's one of our favorite shows every year. I mean, obviously it's in Charleston, the owners, you, your wife. I mean, it's, you guys run it really. You guys are super nice. You run a very good show. You have a very loyal following there. Um, even during the pandemic, when we had had it last time, it was, I remember you were saying, um, you know, you had, you had the caps, but people were still showing up. I mean, it wasn't, it was obviously less, but it wasn't like, a, oh my gosh, why did I, why did I come here for this? It was never like that. Last year was was an interesting challenge. Um, you know, we had all of the COVID rules in place. We had COVID had been around for just a hair shy of a year. 
So we kind of had knew what we were working with. Um, the way I've always tried to run this show is we've tried to have like healthy 10 foot aisles, which seemed to be the right amount of space to let people move around. Um, we had a big bay door that you could drive a monster truck through, putting <laughs> right. in fresh air and things like that. We were very specific about people wearing masks and keeping distance and had hand sanitizer everywhere. And, you know, that's what we could reasonably do. We kept capacity at about 30% um, what it normally was and about half of what was legally required. And we said, you know, I think if we're smart about this and consistent about this, we can still do this and have fun. It'll be a smaller event. Um, and we knew we were going to do twice the work for half the people. But, you know, the people who came out were, were really grateful and excited and glad to be there. I had more people come up and, and I could tell they were smiling with their eyes and just tell me, like, this is the <laughs> first time I felt normal in a year. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, you know, most of the artists and the vendors that I talked to said that, you know, they made just as much money and had just as much fun on that year as they had the year before it. Um, we had no COVID cases associated with the expo. Um, so that was, you know, was a positive there. And, you know, people getting to come out and feel normal and have fun in the midst of a very heavy year um, was definitely a joy. So I was, I was very proud of it. I was exhausted from it, but I was very proud of it. And, and I was glad that, you know, you guys and, and so many of the others were able to come out and join us. The good thing about it for people who missed last year is that we added a couple of really talented special guests who were picking up smaller shows because the bigger shows weren't happening. And we were able to bring a lot of those back um, for, for this year's show. So we've got some really quality talent um, that'll be at the expo um, this year. So I'm really excited to get to introduce that to the people who either met them last year or will get to meet them this year for the first time. Do you wanna, you wanna bring up a couple of them while we're here? Sure. Um, so Guy Gilchrist will be returning um, for his second year. He was the concept artist for the original Ninja Turtles cartoon in the 80s and 90s, as well as the classic Muppet Babies cartoon. He was Jim Henson's guy. Um, he has worked on a ton of adorable projects, um, but just very like wholesome and positive and uplifting and just a great cartoonist, good guy. Um, someone I've been very enjoyed getting to talk to and enjoying his art over the past couple of years. Um, we are bringing back uh, James Mulligan. He is a Disney artist, um, one of the guys that you will see at the galleries at um, Disneyland and Disney World. He is a fine arts painter. He is getting into NFTs and crypto and all of that stuff that I do not understand. Um, <laughs> Vic Carabata is joining us once again. Um, he is in his 90s. He worked on Marvel before they were called Marvel. Um, he worked for Disney as well, doing um, Haunted Mansion concept art, doing Pirates of the Caribbean concept art. Um, so these are all three very friendly, very talented people who, you know, you may not necessarily know from your comic book covers, but you know their characters, you know their work, and you really got to appreciate the, the talent and the personality with them. 
Yeah, yeah, no, it's uh I mean I'm friends we're friends with Jimmy obviously um so it's it's it'll be good that he's there. I know Guy and I've seen some of uh the you know some of the work that they've done, you know, collectively. So it's 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 going to be cool. I I'm glad that you were able to get them back for um for another year cuz like you said they they did it last year cuz they're picking up some shows and it's nice that they uh that they're willing to come back again because they I think they see the uh you know what they what you have there. You know, it's a testament to you and the and the the people that you get to come out because it's a like I said, it's a loyal following. So, I think that's pretty cool. I mean, I will never likely run the largest convention in the area. South Carolina is not the biggest state. Charleston being on the coast means we don't have a ton of cities that you can drive in from and and be at. But you know, we have a and you mentioned it earlier. We have a great group of fans that come out and support the event. They spend money, they ask questions, they have fun, they engage with what's going on. And I would rather run a smaller event with a good community than a larger event with a bunch of bodies and people just boredly meandering around the event. <laughs> um, and I think that you know works out really well for the people who come out because the more the customers, you know, give the more the artists and the vendors and the special guests want to be a part of that. And so we're able to pull in, you know, higher quality talent than numbers would normally suggest because, you know, it's not just bodies in a hall, it's voices and hugs and wallets and engagement. And it, it just makes it a better event. And so now this year being, you know, hopefully safer, better, whatever we want to call it. Have you, has your job been easier in terms of, you said, you know, last year was, you know, half the, you know, double the work for half the people and all that. How, how has it been this year? Are we... I'm, I'm not a fan of coasting. I, I just, that's just not my personality type. So this year um, I've really thrown into pulling in some fun special guests and some things like that. Um, there are some parts that are less stressful to deal with. Um, but I mean, it, we're still dealing with some aftermath of some of that stuff as far as being able to plan flights and guests at a distance. Oh yeah, We had, we had one that had to back out just because of inability to confirm with, you know, if COVID is bad, I can't come. So why don't I go ahead and, and push till next year when I, I know I can be a little more guaranteed. Um, the good news is, is, um, this year we've pulled in um a few more um celebrity guests than we've done in the past just to just to keep it fresh just to keep it moving um because i don't want the show to become too comfortable for anybody right um, so we're bringing in um a couple of different power rangers we've got the red ranger from dino charge brendan mejia um i met him over the summer and he is a he's a really cool guy he was not only a power ranger he was part of the supergirl show He's been on a bunch of different TV roles and he is a trained circus acrobat. Oh, wow. So we were just like, we were in the show and one of the guys comes up to him and he just starts like popping off backflips in the middle of the venue. Um, and like, you'll just see him randomly and he'll find some like cool statue or structure and start like one hand handstanding on it because he's just one of those cool, energetic, very positive kind of people. Um, so I'm excited for you guys to get to meet him because Brennan was really great. Um, we're also bringing back South Carolina's very own Red Power Ranger, Rory Travis. Um, Rory was the Beast Morphers Power Ranger. That season was on Netflix. It's on Netflix now, but that was the new season um, two or three years ago. And he is out of the Columbia area. So he's the only Power Ranger that I'm aware of from South Carolina 
um, but a super good guy, very genuine. Um, we talked just as much Star Wars as we did Power Rangers and anything like that. Um, he also does some um, talent coaching as well. So, you know, he'll do, he does photography, he does acting, he does talent coaching. I mean, like he's just, you know, modern day film screen renaissance man. So really, really good guy there. And then if you want a preview announcement, I'm booking the tickets tonight once we get off the phone uh, to fly in a pink Power Ranger um, who, to the best of my knowledge, has never been to South Carolina. I'm not sure she's been in the Southeast. Um, I'm not allowed to say who she is because of current contracts with um, the the series that's on right now. Um, but if you're a fan of of Pink Rangers, you Dino want to miss her because you'll be very furious if you do. So read between read between the lines yes. there, and and you will get to meet her. She is she is super sweet. Um, I've not I have not got to meet her in person, but from everything I've heard and seen about her, um, she is great. So we will have three rangers, two reds, and a pink out at the expo. You'll be able to chat with them at the table or do some professional photo ops with some of them. And if we can get enough pre-orders for it, I might be able to talk them into bringing out the suits and wearing the suits for the professional photo ops. So. Now the 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 real suits, if they were to buy, uh, bring them yes. and wear them, they're not eligible in the cosplay contest, are they? I hope. I don't think <laughs> counts as cosplay when you are the Power Ranger yourself. Okay. No, Good. I don't think Good. that quite counts. All right, <laughs> just making sure. Nah. Um, and maybe I'm maybe I can be I'm I'm one of the same sizes as one of them. Maybe the pink one, probably, and I could just dress up and hey, you know, I'm not the pink ranger, but I can dress up like one and win the contest. I'll take the money. You know, if if that is your goal in life, then we will we will talk to her and see what we can make happen. I mean, we've heard heard funnier and sillier things. I'll wear a mask underneath the mask. I promise. There you, there you go. It'll be great. We also have, and then I think she's a really cool one. She's started doing some shows in the area lately. Her name is Karen Whitfield. Um, so everyone's familiar with the old Adam West, Burt Ward, Batman show. Yeah. Um, so after the show was over, um, the network was kind of done with it. But the fans really loved it. I mean, you got to think in the 70s, like there was no superhero television, period. Um, or if there was, it was a TV movie. Like there was, there was superhero television and movies were just not a thing. Um, so those guys went on the road and basically would do like Comic Cons and county fairs and like little event halls um, and would do like a Batman and Robin stage show. Um, so the original Batgirl moved on to other projects and wasn't interested in traveling with him. So they hired a new lady, um, Karen Whitfield, who traveled around with them and did the role of Batgirl on this stage show from like the late 70s through the mid 80s. Um, and she is now out in North Carolina and she's going to come to the expo. She's going to bring the authentic Batgirl suit that she wore on stage back wow. in the 70s and 80s and chat with people about her days um, working with Burt Ward and Adam West. She'll bring some of her novels that she wrote about her time under the cape and cowl as bad girl, but like a legitimate early, you know, performer official bat girl will be, will be joining us this year. So I thought that was a, a fun one. She's super nice as well. So. Perfect, man. Now I think I, I found the cosplay I want to wear. There you go. 
we'll, we'll rock it out. We'll look gorgeous. So is there any kind of uh, capacity limits that you're allowed to talk to us about? I mean, really, the capacity limits are going to be what's legal or feels reasonable, whatever is lower. I have two or three people that have done this show with me for 12 to 14 years who are kind of junior VP, senior VP, whatever the role right under me would be. Um, and so basically if any of us calls it as this is too full, we institute our capacity numbers. Um, so it won't be quite as strict as it was last time initially Though, if it appears it needs to become more strict, we've got a plan in place to implement that. Gotcha. Okay. What about masks? Masks are currently going to be optional. Um, I feel like at this point, we've got enough tools at hand that people can, you know, wear the KN95s if they're, you know, extremely concerned about it. I mean, we've had well over a year for people to get their vaccines. Um, like I say, more friends than not have a form of natural immunity from getting COVID in the last couple of weeks. Um, so at this point, I'm kind of leaving it up to the judgment of the individuals. Um, I feel like people are smart enough to make their own choices, and we're going to let them do that. Okay. Yeah, we had one in New Orleans at the beginning of the year, and uh, it was it was similar there. It was optional. I mean, and I would say, I want to say that one was probably 50-50. Yeah. Maybe, maybe even 60-40 not wearing to be honest, but, um, but no, that's good. It's good to know because as we start getting back to somewhat of some semblance of normalcy that, you know, it's good to see, at least it's optional. Cause I know when we were just having shows consistently, it was a lot more, Hey, we're, ha we're going to be here, but everybody's got to wear, has to wear, you don't have the option. Cause then you get into the whole, now I got to walk around and police it, you know, and all that stuff. So, and I know that can be, a, that can be a pain too. So no, it's good to know. And I mean, I think it's it's one of those situations where, I mean, people people kind of know their comfort level at this point and people, right. you know, who are ready to come out and have some fun. Great. People who want to be a little more cautious. Awesome. If people are not up for it yet, you know, no hard feelings, no worries there. Um, you know, we want people to be able to to feel their version of normal and comfortable as best they can. And and hopefully people can understand that there's not a decision I can make that's going to make everyone happy. So we're doing our best and hopefully people can, can tolerate and appreciate that. Yeah. Great. And then, so you're, you're going to have the food trucks again, any, anything special, any interesting foods? So we will have the food trucks again. Um, the first one's going to be local barbecue. Um, I love, I loved last year. I was able to get like a big bowl of macaroni and cheese and barbecue on top and barbecue sauce. And after running around from the crack of dawn to like late afternoon, just having a bowl of delicious warm carbs was probably the best meal I've eaten in forever. <laughs> um, Dog and Duck will be back um, with their kind of traditional quality pub food. Um, they have, I mean, it's, their, their food truck might as well be a bus. I mean, they yeah, are they're, they're my favorite. Yeah. Everything. Um, they've got some great, great stuff that we'll bring out as well. Um, and then we'll have one, one, oh, we are going to do this year and I haven't mentioned it yet to you. Um, we're going to have one of the soda buses come out. So you'll be able to buy like this tin mug with the expo logo on it and refill it all throughout the weekend with all of these cool, like niche small brand sodas. 
Um, oh, cool. So we thought that would be kind of fun to do out in kind of the food truck hangout relaxed area to have those guys out there as well. Those always make for really good souvenirs. I want to say the cups usually run around 20 bucks. Don't hold me to that. But they usually run around 20 bucks, but you get unlimited sodas all weekend long. And then you get a cool like Stein style um, mug as a souvenir. So that's always fun. Yeah. <clears throat> and and so the hours for the shows are it's it's two days right the twenty sixth and twenty seventh twenty sixth and twenty seventh the Saturday it'll be ten to five um, we'll have the stage full of Star Wars characters um, for the at least front two thirds of the day for that um, and then Sunday will be from ten to four with the afternoon being kind of the cosplay showcase um, we are going to do things a little bit different with the cosplay this year um, our cosplay live was never especially about the competition. Um, the people who run the cosplay for me um, have always enjoyed kind of the teaching, interacting community, bring everybody together and enjoy the, the love of the craft kind of approach to it. Um, so last year we couldn't do the stage performance. Um, and this year we're going to tweak it just a little bit further. Um, the judges will be walking around the venue, um, making friends, you know, pointing out things that they love that people giving out ribbons that just say, you have an awesome cosplay. We're really excited and proud of you. Um, and they'll be doing that both days. And then Sunday, instead of having a traditional contest where we give out prizes and we declare winners and a lot more people who don't win. Um, we wanted to just do kind of a showcase. So it will be all of the fun of going up on stage, of, of showing off, of doing your tricks or saying your lines and get, engaging with the crowd. Um, but without necessarily having to do the contest element. That way people can celebrate the fact that they worked hard on something all year, that they put their time and their love and their talents and their skills into it without feeling like they've been judged somehow less than worthy because this other person did more or this other person did less. Um, and it allows us to focus more on the community and the fun and the encouragement that was always kind of our style anyways. Um, so a little bit different um, than your traditional contest, but I hope, I hope people will enjoy it. No, it sounds, I, I like that idea. It sounds really cool. The, the cosplay thing has always been a pretty big hit. Uh, each year that I've been there. So sorry about that. I don't know if you yeah. can hear that beeping. Um, but no, it sounds like, I mean, it doesn't sound like it. Uh, it's always been a big hit each time we're there. I remember we talked about it uh, during last year's show too, was uh, when Jason Marston was there to do yeah. the, you know, the emceeing part. Like it's always, it's always kind of a big hit, which is, which is cool. And now the, uh, the vending hall, you know, the vendors, the booths and everything, you're all yep. sold out, right? Uh, yes. We sold out in, november i think october november we sell out pretty early yeah like i i know I, you and i had spoke uh, a couple of weeks ago because i had a friend that was interested in it and i was like ah i think like, you can try it but i think they're sold out so but yeah we, no i know we've got a lot of vendors uh, we've got a really quality vendor hall and those those people they they have fun they make money and they come back early um artist wise we usually take a little longer to sell through those just because of you know different schedules and different things like that it's not as many professional artists as it is part-time artists um so those tend to go a little bit longer um but i mean we're able to bring in the right amount of consistency 
with freshness. I feel like if I had too much of the same every year, it might feel familiar. But if I had nothing the same, I would be worried that I was not running a good event because no one wanted to come back and do it again. So right. I feel like we've got a sweet spot where we have, you know, a lot of the same people um, who who table with us both professionally and, you know, as, as you know, semi-pros. Um, but, but that good variety of it as well. <clears throat> All right. That sounds great. Um, I'm, I know I'm, we're definitely looking forward to it. Not just me It Meg's favorite. One of her favorite places to visit is, is Charleston just for the food. And of course we had to make sure we already booked our, uh, reservations for Husk. So that'll be, that'll be happening Saturday, of course. Um, so is there anything else you want to add? So uh, one of the things that we are doing different for this year, um, is we always try to have an interesting VIP package. Um, so for this year, we wanted to make the VIP package have like select your style, customizable choices. Um, so for 55 bucks, you get the two day ticket, of course. Um, but for the t-shirt, we have five brand new styles for the shirt. And then we will bring in all of the remaining shirts that we have from the store and from previous events. So basically for that, you could have anywhere between five and 10 different choices for your t-shirt. Um, you get the exclusive 2022 print, which is a kind of chibi style mashup of the Ninja Turtles, Spider-Man and Shang-Chi. Um, we're also going to do um, posters. Um, the gentleman who does all of our graphic design work, John Nettles, always has such a cool poster style. Um, and this year with the Power Rangers theme, um, a portion of the poster is kind of a, a cosplay character with a color palette. So, you know, a kid in red with a red background or, you know, Belle in the yellow dress with a yellow background. Um, so what we did was we took the posters, we stripped off all of the, the pricing and the technical information, and we left this kind of cool neutral space, put it on cardstock and left it open for people to take it around, get it signed, get it remarked on, get it doodled on and basically turn it into like a 2022 souvenir poster. Um, and I thought that would be something cool because then the people can pick from the seven different colors of the poster, pick their favorite color style, whatever. And then they can really customize it and turn it into something that becomes like a unique souvenir for the year. Um, think like a yearbook where you have all your friends sign it and stuff. And then you can look back on it years later and be like, oh yeah, I remember that. Or I remember this, or this was really cool. Um, so we wanted to do that with the poster. Um, and then you'll also get one of the um, captain's canvas bags in either red or blue. Um, and then of course you got to have the front of the line pass. So that way, when there's a huge line wrapped around the building of all the people who are excited to come in, you can walk by them, smile at them, laugh at them, put your nose up and, you know, smugly, you know, walk to the front of the line and, and, you know, cut everyone cause you're the VIP and you can be at the front of the line. <laughs> and I can vouch the, the line is long. Yeah. That's for sure. We're going to, we're going to update it this year. We're going to start selling tickets. Um, between 30 minutes and an hour before the event opens and start the pre-order windows in as well. So basically what we can do is we can have it to where the first 100 or 150 people who are ready to come in don't have to do that once the show opens. But as soon as the doors open, we just let in that that big kind of excited crowd of people. And that way there's not that like waiting and wandering and hoping that you can finally get in to have some fun. Like you can just get there early and you can bust down the doors at 10 o'clock and be ready to ready to meet all the the wonderful people 
Yeah, that sounds, I, I can't wait. Like I said, uh, it's, it's one of our favorite shows that we do every year. Uh, you know, we wouldn't miss it. So uh, we're definitely looking forward to this one. And, and um, in a normal, you know, cause what 2019 was our, our first one. Yeah. And that was, you know, quote unquote normal. Yeah. And it, we're, you know, fantastic 2020. Obviously that was right when COVID was kind of happening or getting ready to happen basically. Cause it was about a month before. Right. Yeah, it was about two, three weeks before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then obviously last year was in 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 part of it. So yeah, it's it's gonna be nice to to get back get back into some normalcy there. Because I say it, I mean, I've already said it ad nauseum already that you know with the loyal following you have, it's what the fourteenth year, right? It's the fourteenth year of the show, so people know it's always in the same place. It's always right around the same time, so people know it's there, which is always a bonus. So, yeah. but oh, we we do have one more lighthearted tongue-in-cheek um new addition for this year and I, I think you'll probably appreciate it um when we're doing all of the the professional photography where you can get your like backdropped and professionally shot photos with the special guests um which are available to pre-order now on the website um i threw in a goofy one where for 20 bucks i will take a ridiculous photo with you and all 20 dollars goes to support the low country orphan relief so oh, i figure cool. you know for people who want to donate to the charity but want to have a ridiculous and silly souvenir <laughs> photo with with captain mike um you know i will have my tongue firmly planted in my cheek with this um but i thought that would be a a silly light-hearted thing to do for charity so you know i get to i get to puff my ego up and, and really just laugh at myself of all right we're gonna go you know as silly as can be for this thing no, I like it. I like it. That's a great idea. All right. Well, um, I think I think that's really all we got. Do you have uh, anything else? Oh, tell everybody the website. Yes. Go to so captainscomicexpo.com. Captains with an S, comic, no S, expo.com. Um, and that has all the details about the show. It has the list of artists and guests. It has the list of vendors. You can get your advanced tickets. You can buy your professional photo shoots um, with the special guests for the event. You can find out more and all the details for it. CaptainsComicExpo.com. February 26th and 27th, Patriots Point in Charleston, South Carolina. It's going to be a lot of fun. I, I agree. And uh, we will see everybody there. Mike, thanks again. This is what, what's our third time, fourth time on the show? I believe it's you're, third. You're regular. Any any time, I'm happy to happy to chat with you. All right. Well, we will uh, we'll see everybody then, and we'll uh, we'll also do a review of the show after it's over as well. So, Mike, thanks again, and we will talk to you guys soon. Thanks, buddies. Talk to you soon.